lot of people watching. We are back for another Talk Your Shit Tuesday. I am just Jer with the Lucky Love. And this is episode 131. Yep. 131. Yes. Look at us. Look at us. 131. Oh, it feels good. It feels good. It's hot as fuck outside. <laughs> Gonna be even hotter once we get the drink in this dawn. Listen, uh, shouts to Jair's prayer. <laughs> Tell him to keep that under wraps. Elsa don't need to be over here letting it go. Listen, y'all, I don't like being. I, but summer that, that is don't fun. mean summer is probably the most funnest season. Mm. I will say that. Listen, that's but all in, I care about. But in is Cleveland, the in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Since we live right on this lake, it be yeah. too humid outside. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it get in the seventies, it just it be sticky and it feel ten to twenty degrees hotter than what it is. Because it's only like eighty something. But they even said on the news when I was um listening to my mom listen to it like, hey, if you can stay in the house and AC, do it. We getting heat index of. Up to 100 and stuff. And it was just like, oh, my nope. God, already? Not doing it. I'm not going out there. Listen, it's too I much. I don't have to. It's I don't too, want it's to. It's too much. I feel like my mic is far, but it's not far. It probably is. You got to tilt it in. Like You got to be right here. Like, put, do it like you... I don't want to say it on camera. <laughs> <laughs> not that I know. I think you would know better than me. However... Oh, it's Pride Weekend. It's Pride Weekend. It's Pride. Mom, still, y'all, get your merch. I got the pink shirt on today. We got the Pride merch still available for you. If you want to look forward, you need to make sure your mic is right here. I'm just. You see? That's better. You have to get it out a little bit more. No, I like it. Is it a grower, not a shower? All right. I'm I prefer the growers over the showers. I, I don't know. I'm a grower myself, so. My shit come in one size. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I might got a, an assortment of sizes, but it, my shit is one size. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, that's is what that's that's as real as as it's gonna get. Like yeah. my shit is one size, These just like everybody else's one size. It is. It is. See. So look how- at the similarities. So how has your week been? Let's start with you. Um, I might keep doing this dumb shit. Um, how has my I worked? I went on a date with Mr. Toaster to celebrate his promotion at work. <laughs> Shout out to him. Congratulations. Um, he finally let me pay for something. Cause he'll never let me pay for nothing. Hey, Daniel, welcome to to the chat. If we game tonight, you gonna um game with us? Better, cause I think. Come on in. I think we'll be gaming tonight. It's been a while. It's been a while. If we if we can get off this this live and go straight home, Mm -hmm. I'll definitely be able to game. Yeah, my work life been crazy, but I'm gonna try. Yeah, she be wanting to strangle them. Mm Um, and then Sunday, you guys, drum Oh, you got food poisoning. You poor thing. How did that happen, Daniel? Mm-hmm. 
Oh my God. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, get better. I know you have, Mm-mm. especially since you got the, I can't think of the actual name of it. I just know, I know you got the stomach issues and stuff from Chipotle. That makes sense. Now that you said it. It makes sense that he got food poison from Chipotle? Yeah. Mm-mm. Did you have a new chicken? Was it the new chicken? They still got that, that new chicken? I think they do still got that new chicken. Was it the new chicken? But Chipotle is bomb. I, I, I be feeling... Wow. <laughs> How did I know? Well, I will say whenever I've heard of anybody getting Chipotle, or I mean, sorry, food poison from Chipotle, it's been when they had like a new meat or something. Yeah, they, that ain't, that ain't they specialty. I ain't gonna lie. You know, they got to And get, I love they, trying new they things. They got to get used to it. And that new chicken's so good, too. Oh. Mm, it was old chicken. You think they cross-contaminated? They probably did. That would make sense. Oh, I hate that for you. They look unsanitary. I never forget that day they scooped my queso from where they scooped my queso at. I was I was disgusted. Mm. Highly disgusted. Like I looked at the counter and I was like, nope. Because mm. I would have been like, oh, I don't want that no more. No, thank you. Oh me on. But um guys, I had my first hosting gig, solo hosting gig on Sunday. I'm not going to get in too much detail, detail, because we will have guests next week. Yay. Queen of T.O.P. herself. Queen her, Key of T.O.P. Yeah, her Slam Sundays. That's what I hosted. It was at Courtyard on Coventry. If you are in the Cleveland or local areas, you know that, you know, Coventry be popping. Um, and DJ Verb, who was the DJ for yes. her events and stuff, they will be here tomorrow. So I'm not tomorrow, I'm sorry, next Tuesday. <laughs> so we'll get in detail, detail about it. But it was quite an experience. Um, I feel like I did a great and solid job. I was all I cared about was hosting. Like that mm-hmm. was Good. That was my Good. thing. Like, I didn't, you know, she gave me some pointers. Uh, Darrell, my home, my cousin Darrell, not Darrell PW or King of Comments. He popped up. He told me some things, you know, everybody was just like, you know, once you figure out how to get your like personality actually into it, you're mm-hmm. going to be oh, extremely yeah. perfect because you already know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, I mean, yeah, and I knew it was moments where I could have. It was moments where I did throw it out there. But this was my first time hosting something. It's different when you're hosting your own shit. I'm hosting somebody else's. So, but you know uh, why she got you? I mean, yeah, you yourself. I she she yeah. she's seen you being yourself. She likes you for yourself. All you gotta do is is be myself. And be I was yourself. myself, but like I said, you know me when it's my first time doing something because I was the same way when we had our first show at um. B side, mm-hmm. like I was just nervous, and it was just like I know what I'm doing. But you but... weren't that nervous when? Well, it well, it was different. Yeah. I mean, that was a lot different. That was that was a lot different. I was, it was me and you on the stage together, and it was. I think that second time was harder. Uh, I can explain. Where? Yeah, the second time when we did a live show. Oh, with fuck your couch. Mm-hmm. 
I think that that was that harder. was definitely harder because you know they're that's them they fans. <laughs> yeah, that was them and their fans, and their audience is very in tune to the fuck your yes, coach nature. Yes, absolutely, which is a beautiful thing. It is. I commend them. I say it behind the scenes all the time. I, uh, I respect everything they do. But they don't be with my way of thinking sometimes. So yeah, true. but I fucks with it. I was comfortable with it since I had already been around them at the. When they had the barbecue, mm-hmm. the fuck your barbecue at Boss Man's house. And so even I got then, t- like he was on live, like being yourself. Yeah. So I was still myself, but it was just, I wanted to get the hosting part down. I didn't want to make no mistakes on nobody's names, and I still did, even though I had them wrote down. Did you review footage of other uh, hosts? <laughs> no. No, okay. Mm-mm. I'm not one of those. <laughs> You're not one of those? Okay. I'm confident in myself. Like, I knew I wasn't going to go up there and just be completely flat. Like, I host every Tuesday, so I knew what I was doing. For mm-hmm. me, it was just, mm-hmm. I've never hosted somebody else's show. So I wanted, I have to make sure that I'm hitting a timeline or the time frame that she wants, what mm-hmm. she wants important. I got to make sure that's important. I Shout gotta, out to the time frame. You y'all. know, stuff like that. So. I say 1.30 every Tuesday. Here we go. Two hours. But this is our stuff. So, you Three know. Hours. But for somebody else and they paying for a venue and this, should they. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I got to make sure. Yeah. yeah. So time that's money. why time I Time is money in general. Yeah. And she told me, because um, I said, I just wanted to make sure I, t- I was taking it serious and I just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I did a good job. And she was like, I appreciate that. Like, I saw it. I saw it. So, you know, that was that was good. But I really enjoyed myself. Good. I really, really Very did. good. Very good. Um, I didn't trip or fall or nothing. So that's good. You know, so, mm. I mean, that's basically it. That was my week. Mm. That was my week. That's good. I can't wait to talk about it next week with, you know, Kier and Verb. Yeah. Because Verb was great. He gave me the, he gave me that energy that I'm used to having. If somebody is like next to you or there with you to help you keep you calm and playing off each other and all that good stuff. So that was nice. And I was sober. I didn't even, I drank before I got there, but. But you were sober there. Yeah. I didn't drink yeah. nothing. Like yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't smoke. No, I, I didn't drink it. nothing. I just had a water. I get like, it. Like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. What else you do? I said I didn't do nothing. No dates, no nothing. I said I went on. Okay. Yeah, I said I went on a date with Mr. Toaster to celebrate his promotion. So, all right. What you do? Cause you Um, did stuff besides work. Um. Yeah, I mean, besides search all over God's green earth for my dog's fucking dog food. I guess I went to the, a taste of Lakewood. How was that? Um, I had mac and cheese on the stick, which was pretty good. I mean, it was that melt. So, I mean, milk gonna do what milk do. Yeah. Mac and cheese on the stick. How does that work? Mm, I think they just put mac and cheese. I don't know if they, it was just dry mac and cheese that they just stuck on the stick and then like battered it and deep fried it. But either way, it was fucking amazing. Hmm. That's it interesting. Worked. 
it worked. And I, I had a buffalo style, so it had a little buffalo sauce and a little sour cream and a couple chives on there. Not enough buffalo sauce for me, but you know, y'all know how I am. I like the I like the hot and spicy. What kind of noodles did they use? They used macaroni noodles. It was so like just the regular elbow noodles? Yeah. And I don't mm. know how, but they they stuck uh like you know how you know how the kind of mac and cheese I like. The yeah. damn, um, the shit you can cut a square out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like they use like long rectangles and just shove them on the stick. Oh, okay. And then battered them. And at least that's what, that's what it seemed like to me. I don't know, y'all. It was pretty decent though. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Mm, they could have just put it in a cup, but hey. They put it, yeah, yeah, you're right. They, but they... Made it look like a corn dog and put it in one of the little corn dog things. And That's cute. Shit, I was cool with it. Um, what else did you I try? I got intox- intoxicated. I tried some other thing called soft bun. I don't, I don't know if that's what it's soft called. Soft bun. I think it was called soft bun. It's like, mm. it was like a pork belly. It was a pork belly soft bun. Let's mm. start there. And I think what soft bun is, is that it's not fully cooked all the way. To to bread is still kind of doughy. Okay. It but it still wraps around your pork belly and stuff like that. So I was just eating it and it was a little bit sweeter. It wasn't bad. It was four dollars. I was cool with it. <laughs> I'll never do it again, but I was I now I know. I ate it all. It's just now I know. <laughs> yeah. Cause sushi bought the only thing I'm gonna eat that's uncooked or something, you know. Yeah, that that soggy ass bread, bro. Yeah, I, I can't like, do I it. No soggy you know, bread. like you know how you know what else weirds me out? Like real French onion soup with the bread at the bottom. Disgusting. I've do never, not. I don't think I've ever had real French onion soup. Man, absolutely disgusting. I don't even know if I've ever had a French onion soup. I've had the dip. You could just have one at Fridays. That shit is nasty. I don't care where you go. Mm-mm. I'll I'll eat the soup or drink the soup because I don't I don't feel like you eat soup. <laughs> I don't really. Well, I don't, I'm but not big pizza, on ordering soup when I'm out though. Give me, me a, Give me a salad. Oh, but the misses the misses be ordering soup. <laughs> don't let it be a lobster bisque, a seafood anything, please. She's ordering it and I can't. It can be 95 degrees outside and she's ordering soup, y'all. Now, I, I love my woman to death, but she crazy, she nuts. I don't know the place. I can't think of it, but uh, Mr. Ventus, when I had the COVID, I remember he got me some soup. I can't remember the place and it was good as fuck. But all they had was soup. So like a place like that, I'll eat soup if... I mean, yeah, if you go into a place that, that got that's soup all they offer, and that's yeah. all they got, then yeah. But maybe by if I'm going to the Whole steakhouse, Foods. I'm not yeah, eating I'm not, soup. Not. Oh, I went to Cooper's Hawk Friday again. Cooper's Hawk. Cooper's Hawk Cooper's out there, Hawk. like towards Orange, Orange Village. I feel like you told me about this place. Yeah, we went before. Um, we did? No, not us. I'm about to say. 
Hey, auntie. Hey. Oh, my God. I got to call you. My mom told me that you may have hurt something. I'm so concerned. I'm so worried. Get well soon because I was excited yeah, to you see definitely you. Get, get well soon, oh, my God. Oh, thank you, Auntie. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, how you doing? How you Ooh, doing? Man, how no you laugh, doing? Right? I know, right? It wrong. Usually when they first say how to laugh, they spell laugh out. And I'm just like, what? Mm. Mm. The ghetto. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> We got to get you back up there. So what we got? What we got on this docket? I'm pretty sure it'll happen again. I'm not worried about about that. It's just, it was the first time I got the experience. So now I'm looking forward to doing it. Again Um, and again and again? Yeah. Yeah. So what you want to get into first on the docket? I honestly don't know. Okay. So while you're looking then. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the anniversary of the Pulse, Pulse nightclub Club. Mm-hmm. massacre, because that wasn't a shooting. That, was a, that was a whole massacre. Yep, I agree. Uh, recently happened, so it is Pride Month. Want to make sure we RIP to them again to the victims. Uh, well wishes and prayers to the survivors, the friends who, like, I actually read a story on Twitter. And he said he went out that night and left like maybe 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes before the shooting actually happened. And he was getting food. And where he was getting food at, he heard the gunshots. And he started panicking and was like texting and calling his friends that were still there. And he ended up losing two of them. And like that just... I, I like I couldn't even imagine because you know me I'm not really a big club going person anyway except for out of town. But like yeah I'm there I'm kicking it with friends just like oh yeah we gonna leave or I'm, you know it's a group of us and some of us decide to leave and some of us decide to stay well we about to go get food you know meet us here at X Y and Z and then while we stand there in line we you just start hearing gunshots and seeing police cars racing towards the place that you just left. And you trying to get in contact with your friends that are still there and you can't. Like that just has to, like that's a different kind of trauma. Like it has to be a different kind of trauma because in one way you're extremely grateful that you weren't there. But then on the other hand, it's just like, damn. It's like knowing that it's like, damn. Yeah. Like what? I couldn't imagine um, because I am the advocate. If you've ever written to the club with me, rode to the club with me at any point, I am queen of when I see some shit go down, we're leaving. We're mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. We we're the first ones out. We're getting out of here. Like, no if you if you go. if you rode with me, I'm making sure, and I'm not leaving until you all getting in this fucking car. I'm not arguing with you. You can get left. That's how I be. A lot of the times, like 
either come with me the way that you got here or you're going to get left because it's some shit about to go down and I don't want to be a part of it. Do what you need to do with that information. These are the facts. And this is why I don't go out now. This is why people stop going out with me, I'm sure. (laughs) No, it's, but it's terrifying. Like, with everything that's going on in the world, the way mass shootings happen regularly in America, Mm -hmm. because at this point, that happens three, four times a week now to the point where it's so many shooting that's going on, we don't even hear about it or hear about most of them. And even when it's happening in your own neighborhood, you know, it may not ever reach national news, but you know it's still happening. There's a mm-hmm. there's a club slash bar right here in this city that keeps closing down reopening under another name, getting shot at, closing down, reopening in another name, getting shot at. That's a lot of them. It's at this point when you when you know that a location is like it's that location. Pretty pretty popular for this. Like I, I just don't go. Don't go. That's why that's why you don't if you open up a bar and stuff, you make sure you don't put everybody's name on the liquor license. That's most the most most important thing. That's why they can shut them down and open back up. They make sure everybody in the crew got a liquor license. So, hey, if some shit do happen, go under. We got to close down. Hey, we already know the building. We might own it. Open it up underneath your name. You got a liquor license. We good to go. It's smart. It is smart. That is smart. But when you're not, when you're not doing or performing any of the measures that you need to put in place for these type of people who come up and shoot your shit out like I I don't know it's like it's like a hamster wheel to me well are they shooting the actual club up or are they shooting inside of the club well a couple of the the earlier times it was inside it's like so, well, well why aren't you having in now that, security measures that bothers me outside because... you can't really you know, dictate what goes on outside. But when if they if they can cross this threshold to go into your establishment with a loaded weapon, and you know damn well that you don't want nobody with a loaded weapon in your place of business, mm-hmm. and you don't hire <laughs> the security to do the pat downs and stuff like that. Yeah, that bothers me because... Or when you got these friendly ass security guards. Now, I don't want to go there neither. No, that's where I was about to go. Because I get pat down all the time. I get molested. We get molested. All the time. Every single time that we've walked in someplace, me and Jerry together, we're getting molested. Damn near. I've never been to, except for out of state, I've never been to an establishment and not got pat down, frisked. Looking through my fanny pack, hands all on the balls and shit. Like, but it's mind blowing to me because they be knowing the security guards, the police officers, they be knowing the people who are most likely to have a gun and they don't pat them down. No, that's their boy. And it's mind blowing because you know 
once people get alcohol in their system, logic and smartness goes out the window. I don't care who you are. Once you get the drinking. So why are you even allowing them to bring the the, the gun in? Put it in the car. If you're going to allow people to, you, okay, you, 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 you don't want to put it in the car? Okay, well, you're going to put it in a safety lockbox or something like they do with cell phones at a party. So then that way people know, oh, shit, we see them opening. They about to do, they about to shoot. We need to get the fuck up out of here. Something. But just letting them in the club with a gun because that's your boy, that's insane. Yeah, I agree. It, it just, it makes no sense. And I don't know what to say about, you know, these people that keep hiring these other security guards, they be letting their boy in, they got all the guns and all the weapons, they know that he be popping off. You just, you let shit happen. They do. I don't give a fuck. It's a sad, sad world. So... Let's do congratulations. Congratulations. Congrats to Tiger Woods. He is officially a billionaire. Shout out to Mr. Woods. A billionaire. Are these the saucy tweets? Yes, they are. Got them pulled up and ready. Also, congratulations to Jennifer Hudson. She is the third black EGOT. Yes, winner. Mm-hmm. Um, second black woman. I think they said she may be the youngest to do it. I think she's, I don't know which number overall to do it. I it wish hasn't they would hit just, 20 yet. I wish instead of EGOT, that would just be like GOAT, but GOT. That's what I call it, EGOAT. Just GOAT. It should just be GOAT. Like, that's what it should be to me. Because I me, feel it's like to, EGOAT. E G O T. That, that's EGOAT. If you just move to E, it's GOAT. Yeah. So congratulations to her. Yeah. Her, Whoopi, and John Legend Hmm. are the only African-Americans to accomplish this feat. Hmm. She, Jennifer, does deserve all of her success. She is extremely talented. I still know all the words to Dreamgirls. Yeah. Dreamgirls is that movie. Um, She should have won American Idol Mm. the season that she was on, but... They look won't. at what she did with not winning. That's look crazy. at what she did with Simon telling her that she ain't got it and she'll never Damn. make it in the industry. Damn. You know? But hey, America wasn't, they didn't want a chubby black girl as their American idol. <laughs> now look at Lizzo everywhere. She makes me so sick. Lizzo? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I like Lizzo. Mm. Now, well, since we brought up Lizzo, we can just get right into it since she is on a docket. She released a new song. Do you know the title of this newest song that she released? I don't. I can look it up, though. Okay, we'll look that up. <laughs> um, and some people were outraged that she used the word spaz, correct? Yep. And they said that it was a slur. And she actually, you guys, she actually um, redid the song. Uh, so we won't hear it in this? And didn't, and, and took out the word spaz. 
Now, I will say as an artist in, in this climate, that was smart of her to do. Very. Because she did it immediately. I liked her response to, to, to all of this. Like it, it that that's smart business wise as a business woman as a black woman that who is smart. It lets you know where she is. <laughs> like she's up there. This could have been like, boom, anybody, anybody else. Let's say Azalea Banks, mm. and she she released a song and she used the derogatory word, whatever the fuck, and y'all called her out on it. She wouldn't give a fuck. She wouldn't. I'm letting y'all know. And she don't have to. You know why? Because she's not as big as, <laughs> no pun intended, Lizzo. <laughs> she's not, she's she not got, up there. Listen, she just got when booed you're at the up festival there, she did for Prime. When you're up there, you got to apologize. Mm. So basically, and you see where I'm going, mm-hmm. you got to apologize. And so, boom, the song came out. People called her out on a spaz word. I forgot Fantasia and Jennifer were on the same season. Mm. Auntie, remember when they... Oh, Laffy, remember when they had that bottom three of all the three black girls? Mm. Jennifer, Fantasia, I don't remember the other young lady's name. Me neither. I think she was, was the one who went year. home. It was either yep. her or Jennifer who went home that elimination because, of course, it wasn't Fantasia. I remember that now, Auntie. Thank you for that. Yeah. For that nugget. Fantasia did deserve the win, though. I'll never forget. What, did, what song did she sing when she was, like, laying on the floor of the piano? Who knows? I don't I don't, I don't even know. remember what song, but that performance she can sing was so any captivating. Song Shit. I'm just like, girl, why you laying on the floor? She can sing any song, Ooh. period. Yeah, but back to Lizzo. Um, so, yeah, y'all called her out on it, and she went straight into her vault. She said, oh, I got to fix this. The girls is getting at me. About this word, I didn't know it was derogatory, but it's my responsibility to fix it and apologize. And that's exactly what she did. But again, when you are that tier of an artist... I feel like when you're that talented of an artist and it's a word like that, then you can easily make that... Uh, Talent ain't got nothing to do with it. No, because... Let's keep it... Go ahead, explain. Because spaz... Spaz is was only a slur to people who have some kind of condition. I can't tell you what the um condition is, but apparently whatever condition they have, some people use spaz as an insult to them. Basically, any condition that you have where you have spastic limbs and things of that nature. I don't things know what that, that you, means. Things that you can't control. Like you know how people gotta twitch a little bit. Okay. It can be considered spastic. So, and spaz is short for spastic. Now, thank you for that information. (laughs) Um, So I can understand why that would be offensive to them because they're used to people using it in an offensive way. Where I was going is Lizzo is a part of our community we say spaz all the time. We use it as a word. Oh, you spazzing out or look at that person spaz up. We've not, uh, we don't really use it as so, a slur. Okay, but what do you what do you what does it mean when we use it in that context? Um, somebody spazzing out, they they getting beside themselves, they doing the most, they acting a little cray-cray, they out of pocket. It's not really 
like I said, it's not really for us when we use it. We haven't really used it as a slur. It's more of an adjective to describe no, something. No, we don't use it as a slur. But I think that's the whole point of this shit is that people take it as a slur, unfortunately. And so... Shout out to her for doing it, though. I agree. Um, you know what it kind of reminded me of? What's that? Remember that commercial? When people say that's so gay, do you know what they really say? Knock it off. When you use gay in a negative connotation mm-hmm. and as dumb or stupid mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, <sighs> but in that sentiment, they do kind of mean it that way. But then I guess I was trying to make the correlation that when we say spaz, I mean, it's not with all good intentions. It's not. And so I guess if a group of people got a problem with said word, when you're that big. When you're that big. Time out. When you're that, when you're that marketed, (laughs) Mm because you can be bigger than Lizzo, like let's say Kanye, who ain't going to apologize for shit that they say, nor do they have to. And you know why? Because he's not Lizzo. And he's also not known for something like that. And Liz- He's not known for something like what? For if he says something offensive, he going to go back and change. He stand 10 toes down. He doesn't he because says. he doesn't have to. That's my point. He's, yeah, I feel like Lizzo he, has he to. Can, you can be big. You can be big as Kanye and Lizzo, but only one of those two Got to fucking apologize and go back if they want to continue <laughs> their career. You got to go back and fix this. Kanye ain't got to. You know, and we we got to call a thing a thing. Most of Lizzo fans and most of the people who were offended by it, they don't look like us. They look like them. And they were the ones who were outraged and they're actually, they listen to her music more than we do. That's for damn sure. So she had no choice. Let's, let's, let's say that. Let's call a spade a spade. Like, it, she had no choice. It was just like, oh shit, my core fan base feels some kind of way about this word. Let me go just, let me go change that word. Mm. Oh, we haven't. That would be a good episode. That would be a Patreon episode. Just wait on it. Mm-hmm. Have y'all ever done an episode on offensive turns, words, saying, et cetera, related to the LGBTQ plus community? Ooh, remember that. Let me take a picture of it because I'm forgetful. I'll put it in our Patreon ideas. So, um, but yeah, this was a good correlation because. The internet actually just... I'm, I've been itching to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know how the internet works. Saucy Santana, and y'all know I love me some Saucy, he recently released his new song, Booty, featuring uh, Lotto. Have you heard it? I heard a portion of it, yeah. Uh, it is not sampling Beyonce. It's actually sampling the song that Beyonce used in Crazy in Love, which I didn't know that that was a sample. Which, time out, go say that again. Because, you know, it sound like the, uh, uh, it sound like Crazy in Love. That's why yeah. it was so hot. Yeah. He didn't sample Crazy in Love. No. He sampled the sample Crazy in that- Love, 
sampled something else. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. I'm just saying. I oh, okay. I didn't know you that didn't know. Crazy in Love was a sample. We we didn't care either. Nobody. They never really uh, nobody, said it. Nobody ever does. That's the point. That's the point. So when this happened, this was the perfect opportunity. Whoever was sitting on these receipts and the beehive, and y'all know how the internet works. They release deleted tweets. These tweets from Saucy Santana were about Blue Ivy. These were back in the 2014 world um, when she was born. Uh, Saying things like, you know, this was when the quote retweets were going on. Uh, somebody tweeted, I want to be Blue Ivy, and he retweeted it and said, nappy-headed, or with the side-eye, with the side-eyes. Uh, also, re- quote, retweeted, I'm sorry, but Northwest Clears Blue Ivy have several car seats blue. And he said, just said this yesterday. Um, this was a tweet from him. And these, all these tweets, they came from different months. The first one was in September. The second one I read was in October of 2014. This one was July of 2015. I never had insecurities. I would give a fuck if Beyonce was standing next to me. I still think I'm prettier than her. I didn't take offense to that one. Because yeah. I feel like everybody should feel like they're the most baddest person sure. in the world. You know, I don't know why Saucy would think that he would look better than Beyonce, but, you know, that, hey, that's good confidence. That's how it works. This was from 2017. Great publicity to me. Beyonce with that motherfucking pregnancy glow, and he quoted it, he retweeted and said, she looked dry to me. Mm. (laughs) Oh, shit, not dry. And like I said, this was from 2017. But now you stand her. You have no... The reason I'm upset is because it made me look at Saucy Santana, the person, not the artist. It made me look at the person different. Well, how many likes and retweets did that she looked dry to me? That, that's not pictured. Um, that's not in the uh, picture. Damn. Damn. Um, I don't really. Mm. It's more. I have more concern of the ones about Blue than him talking about Beyonce look dry during her pregnancy because we all know that was a lie. Um, the reason why I take offense to the Blue Ivy tweets is because Blue was a baby, and entire child. I don't know if y'all remember this, but it was just us. And when I say us, it was just Black people. It was just our community. When she was born, it was, oh, Beyonce and Jay-Z finally got a child. She, you know, was the first, first and young, well, I'm sorry, not the first, the youngest person of all time to chart on Billboard because Jay-Z sampled her cries on a song that he made about her like the same day that she was born. Magna Carta? Yeah, and once she started to have, as a baby, as a child, once she started developing her Black people features, y'all started attacking her. Her her nose, y'all attacked. And 
I don't know about y'all. I love my bell pepper nose. I get it from my grandma. I love it. I've always cherished my big nose. Uh, Y'all started calling her nappy-headed and... And when I say like dragging her, like just just dragging, and it was sad because it was all adults. These were all grown ass people who once again looked just like Blue when they were a child. Your mothers and your aunties that were older than you, they looked just like Blue when they were a baby and growing up and developing. Tell them, tell them the update baby picture right now. Please, uh, we can have a like, contest. Do it. We can have a contest. Listen, it's going viral right now. Y'all saw her sitting courtside with a head full of hair. That she hers. looks, she killed that. Looking no, that beautiful. was the ultimate response. Looking beautiful to you, weird niggas out here judging a child for being a child, like for their hair. My God, what was they? What was she supposed to do? Like, have was, just for me in her hair, like? And it's sad because, as Martina said, Black people be anti-Black. It's it's sad that we're so anti-Black. We should be celebrating. Like that's 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 why I was. It was so disheartening to me because it was just like, really, Saucy, you was one of those. And I love Saucy. Like, love. I'm still mad that it, since he done came out, he nobody has brought him to Cleveland. And now can't nobody afford to bring him here. That be doing the gay stuff. You know. Oh, yeah. We gonna get there. We gonna get like there, it, it was... You, you was one of those. I mean, y'all don't believe me. They made jokes about Blue on BET. A one-on-six in Park. Like, it was just okay. And she was a child. But you know what I always say? He didn't apologize. Mm. Which I'm also, I've always said, I'm fine with the celebrity not apologizing about some old-ass tweets. Um, Because a lot of the times, they were young. They know better. They do better. Or they were trying to be seen. Like, let's be real. I'm pretty sure he was clout chasing. Absolutely. But guess what? You were, he was 20. I don't have, it's different. It, for me, it's different. I can forgive, uh, who was it? Carisha or was it JT? One of them. When they was talking about they wouldn't want their kid to be gay, they had dragged the gay out of them or blah, 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 back when they were younger. I can forgive somebody for saying that because that's their child that they're talking about. It wasn't like they was out here talking about a bunch of faggots. Fuck all these faggots. If any one came in my life, you know, fuck them. You know, stuff like that. that. That's different. But as a grown adult, as a grown Black person, to be belittling a little black girl and you already know what they're going to go through for the rest of their life. That's different. And I really like I I really lost a lot of respect for Saucy. Like I still fuck with him. I'm still going to listen to his music, but I don't know if I want to go to a Saucy Santana concert now. 
Your aunt got the bars in the chat. Well, she keep the bars when she's saying, let's talk about Blue being worth $5 million as a nine-year-old. Folks needs to follow the blueprint, no pun intended, period. And she corrected herself. Excuse she said it's, me, 500, it's 500 million. million. Shut up. If you ain't got 500 million, don't put your name in my mouth. That's how I feel. I'm so glad I'm not famous because I can't, I can't deal. I can't deal. The moment, the moment. <laughs> like, I done said some outrageous stuff. I know I have on um, Twitter. I used, I was the we, king. We done said some outrageous shit on this podcast. Like, I was the king of and telling people back in the day, go kill yourself on Twitter. I was they the king gonna of it. Dig, they going to dig it up. They going to dig it all up. Dig it up. But I never was out here belittling <laughs> people, kids? yeah, who yeah, look like no. me. Yeah, now I will is. say I probably it may be some tweets out there talking about me saying like white kids' heads be big when they be based, but they do. They be big as shit. I ain't out here calling them ugly. I just said they got big heads. They heads do be big as shit. With no hair. Okay, I'm done. See, see, see. How did we get here? All right. Um. <laughs> It was saucy. I'm really disappointed in how, him, especially how? as somebody that's a part of the community who we get bashed for just being us. And then you want to step out and do some shit like this? Yeah, like I can't, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving no adult a pass for the stuff that they was out here saying about Blue because that shit was sick. Like that shit was sick. And that's why we was on y'all asses as soon as we knew that Beyonce was having twins. We we was on y'all asses immediately because we wasn't about uh, to allow y'all to do the same thing that y'all did to Blue. As Martina said in the comments, what, what y'all going to do with Blue when she see this? If she hasn't already seen it. Because she's of age now where she can go on Twitter and she can search her name. Or she can go on Google and she search her name. She know her mama Beyonce and Jay-Z. Right. She a kid. Who her parents are. Shit. My sister is chocolate and gorgeous. I, in elementary, I remember the African booty snatchers and the the dark skin jokes coming from people who look like us. Middle school, you know. Middle school, huh? Elementary, middle school, yeah. Like I, I've, I done had people joke about my bell pepper nose, my Negro nose, and it's just like, what? We all in the same boat. By people who look like you. That's by people who look like us. Same, same. Well, y'all need to do better. That's all I'm saying. Let's play a clip from Instagram. Oh, what clip are we playing? From Instagram. The teacher. Oh, we're about to get teacher into the versus teacher. Student. Teacher versus the student. A teacher and a student were arguing at my school today. And he said this. I'm talking to That's who I'm talking to. Nah, you know me. You know me and you know I ain't for the games. Stop talking to me, Guyana. Call your daddy then. Tell your daddy come up here and talk to me then. You... Stop talking to me. No, I'm telling you, stop talking to me. Tell your daddy to come talk 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 to me. Tell your da
come talk to me. Nah, go dig him up and tell him to come talk to me. So it takes y'all. <laughs> you know, let me quit laughing. Now that I actually listened to the whole clip. Because I just read. Let me quit laughing because I don't know how I would feel as a child if my teacher told me to go dig my daddy up. So that. But let's 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 talk about it. Let's 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 get it started. Let's start from the beginning. Thank you. I, I don't I can't really say that I'm mad at him again. These kids and they moms. You go first. These kids and they motherfucking mouths. I already know I can't deal with it. That's why I don't be around nobody with children. Because if I feel like you don't know how to tell your child that what your child is saying is just out of this fucking world to me as an adult, number one. Number two, in front of you. That shit there, that's all types of disrespect. And if it it clearly doesn't just happen around me. It, 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 this is the norm. That's why the child feels so fucking normal doing it in the first place. Let's start there. That's number one. <sighs> number two. <laughs> number two. Sir, you are arguing with a child. A woman. A woman. That was a, a that was a girl. A child. Also, a female child. A child. A child. I feel like when you put the woman and and man thing on a, it, it kind of makes them eligible to have sex. Don't even do that. Okay. It's a child. <laughs> it's not a man or a woman. This is a child. And you're you're talking back to a child like this. I mean, you bucking up. People have to keep pushing you forward. Like, I wish I could show the video. People have to keep pushing you forward to keep you from, from like, engaging with this child. Because apparently they already see you going to the top. And they're trying to stop you from getting there. Nobody's stopping this child because it's a child. They're stopping you as the adult. They're pushing you forward. Hey, stop. Don't even engage with this with this little girl. Fuck what she's saying. Just just focus and go forward and, and leave out this cafeteria, wherever it was at, that they was all sitting down. And you couldn't see the children, thank goodness. But I don't know how I would feel as a little girl one of my teachers telling me to go dig my daddy up. I don't know how I would feel as a little girl hearing that, but I guess it's all, is it warranted when a child, what exactly did she say to him? So Martina said the argument had to be going on for a while to be recorded mid argument. My auntie said it's sometimes it's not about arguing with a child. It's about making an example out of one and putting all their bad asses on notice respectfully. And she's a school counselor. Um, she also said earlier, you can send them to the office and they'll be sent right back. 
Uh, the reason I let you go first is because I've dogged plenty of teachers in my days. But my thing was, it wasn't something that I was taught at home. Um, the only time I ever, like I said, I've dogged plenty of teachers is, I felt like they were coming at me in a disrespectful manner. And I was raised in a household where I was allowed to have a voice. We talked about things in my household. So it was always weird to me when I felt like a, the adult in the room, you were trying to embarrass me or you was trying to belittle me or you was trying to disrespect me in any kind of way. Because I was quick to ask the teacher, who was you talking to? And then we would go from there. And all the fuck, I, I done cussed plenty of teachers out. So from the child standpoint, it could have been like that. It could have, because we don't know how the argument started. And he could have been having a bad day. Like Martina said, he could have been having a bad day. You can tell you the students were holding him back, not her. It could have been out of his character for him to be even doing something like this. But granted, he did say, you know, I'm not the one. Don't talk to me like that. So also, they've seen this behavior from him before. So I, from the, from the child standpoint, if I know you the type of teacher, I come in your class and you one of the type of teachers, because this teacher's like that, who they try to embarrass you in front of everybody, and they expect for you to sit there and not say anything because they're the adult and you're the child. No, this not that because you're not my mother. You're not my father. You're not an auntie or an uncle. Who the fuck is you talking to? You're not about to embarrass me just because you feel like you're an adult. No, respect is earned. I don't, I'm never going to respect somebody just because they're older than me. We humans, we breathe in the same air and walking on the same dirt as each other. I'm not... Res- if you're not respecting me, I'm not going to respect you. Now, from the teacher standpoint, he should have just kicked her out. He didn't have to go to the, because while I laughed, because I thought it was funny, because I thought it was a good dig. You telling this child back and forth, I ain't the one, don't be talking to me like this. You ain't going to talk to me like this, saying her name. I ain't the one, I ain't the one. You didn't tell her to leave. You didn't ask security or anybody to come escort her out, any of that. You didn't try to do your job. Or as an adult, you didn't try to de-escalate the situation. So as soon as she said something, you, you immediately went to, well, go get your daddy. I'll argue with him. We in school. So no, no matter what she said at the end of the day, this is the job that you signed up for to me. Nah. Y'all, y'all in school. So, oh, I ain't going to argue with you, but I'll argue with your daddy. That's something you tell yes. somebody on the street. No, because you can't argue with a child. In school for your job. That's not what you sign up for. It's your classroom. That's not a classroom. That's why I went back to... I'm like, uh, I'm what, looking. Lunch I'm like, table. This is at lunch. He looked like he was leaving. He has a whole bag. He got his afternoon coffee. He's trying to leave out the fucking building. He is off work. That's the problem. He is off work and you're still fucking with him. Okay. So I'm yes, so call easy. your daddy. I don't have time for you, child. Call your daddy and I'll talk to him about it. 
This is what your child that, said. Now, if you want to get it cracking, then we can get it cracking. Hey, that, but that's... I can't fight with a child. That's where I'm at. Yeah, this no, that's I don't mean that this is what they sign up for as kids being smart. Cause once again, like I just said, I was one of those people. I get smart with a teacher, but it's not okay because they just there to do their job. They're there to educate you. We y'all see teachers more than you see your parents when yeah. we're in school. So I just felt like the, well, go dig him up when she was like, well, my daddy dead. That's fucked up. Well. <laughs> I, I would, I would say that back to somebody. If I'm out here, are if, if I'm out here, because I wasn't big on um, arguing with... I was about to say, you wasn't big on the rules? When you argue with somebody, you don't bring up dead relatives? You don't bring up... No. Even now, Anything they say... Goes. They tell you, no, now they tell you, you don't bring up kids, you don't bring up this. I'm Why? like, no, fuck all that. Stop if, messing with me. If How about going, that? If we going at it, you hitting below the belt, you talking to me crazy, ain't no off limits. Because guess what? If your bald-headed, ugly child is standing next to you, I would say something about that child. You standing here arguing with me, go get that Go get that snot out they know, sis. Mm. Well. She brought it up. He didn't. So while she was standing there arguing with him, she felt some kind of way because he was like, I'm not about to argue with you. Go get your dad. Oh, you ain't going to be talking to me like that. My dad dead. Well, go dig him up. It was wrong for Teachers him to say it. Enough. And you know it was what? wrong for him to say it because he's the adult in the situation. But my thing is, do y'all know what teachers go through? They, as y'all just said, they're underpaid. They're underfunded. They, they gotta do with a lot they of issues. Like, it's, it's terrible. A, if it's an inner city school, <laughs> they dealing no. with a bunch of <laughs> not doing it. I will. They doing. They're dealing with a bunch of black kids. And y'all, we went to high. We were high schoolers. We were middle schoolers. I'm not talking about elementary. That's different. But after seventh seventh grade and up, when we hit our when we get into puberty. And we start really developing our personalities and getting smart and talking back. Our mouths be was be reckless. So they dealing with this all day, every day. Times twenty eight because that's how many don't, badass yeah, kids. Yeah, like don't know how many class. kids they got in this class. Like you said, he looked like he may have been walking through a lunchroom. That may have been the third or fourth student who thought it was okay to just say something to this man because I'm a child and they're a teacher and I can say whatever I want to say because they're an adult and I'm a child. Mm-mm. Because like it, it she should have kept her mouth closed. I, I don't feel I'm I'm not about to feel feel sorry for a child that an adult put her in a place because you shouldn't have been arguing with him in the first well, place. I was just about to say, now let's let's go back. You said that, you know, you didn't tolerate disrespect along with you and nobody anybody else in this comment section said that mm-hmm. y'all cussed quite a few teachers out because y'all didn't tolerate disrespect. Mm-hmm. Fine. Is y'all yelling at niggas? I'm sorry. Is y'all yelling at teachers as they're just walking and trying to no. leave? Thank you. That's no. my point. Mm. No. 
I, 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 I understand what y'all be saying, but I'm not just picking on teachers yeah, I, as I a child. I'm not was, doing it. And it, y'all know it was people in school who were like that. It was the, the yes, troublemakers in the, the class who would just sit in the class and give a teacher a hard job just because they felt like it. Um, just because they was what, having a bad day because they getting their asses whooped at home. So they want to take it out on everybody around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people, we, we, Children go through a lot, too. And uh, they bring it to school and they take it out on everybody else that's around them. I'm not trying to make it seem like it's okay because it's not. Go talk to somebody. Get some help. That's what school counselors are for and things like that. And she give me, you can hear her voice. She give me the vibes that she wanted them people who sit in class and think at any given time if a teacher say something to them. Um, hey, Miss So and so, so and so, can you read paragraph three? Bitch, I ain't reading shit because I don't have to. She gave me those vibes that she was one of those kids. I wasn't one of those kids. They start with the note and be sucking a thumb still. It's it's them, it's them, it's them. The only time I was one of those kids, <laughs> the ones that say no and be sucking a thumb, is if a teacher told me I couldn't still. go to the bathroom. Because I all my mom always told me, I don't care what it is if a teacher tell you you can't go to the bathroom you can get up and go to the bathroom because I just always and I, I just always felt like that was just out of line how you gonna tell me I can't pee how you gonna tell me I can't pee that was the only time I'm coming at I'm coming from the get-go who no you done lost your motherfucking mind but no Mm-mm. so I, I didn't feel sorry for her for him saying go Come on, black trauma responses on both sides. Shout out to Mr. Marshall in the comment. Very true. He gonna be on in two weeks, y'all. You know know he got trauma as a male teacher in general. Let's not not even go there. Like, and now you're arguing with a child on camera. Like, and he's gonna be the one that's gonna get in trouble. I'm sure he's fired by now. Yeah, and that's why I'm not mad at him for saying, go, go get your daddy up then. Right. I lose this little job. Because that's probably why you arguing with him in the first place because you don't have no male in your life that's going to tell you that you're doing something wrong. And he probably told her that she was doing something wrong or he ignored her and she felt some kind of way. That's why she was going at him. And he just, I'm not doing this And just to go back to when you said that he told her, you know I'm not the one. Like you said, this is not his first run in with her. And go and if you go back to your aunt's response of how you have to set an example, we don't know how many examples mm-hmm. he done already set. And he still got to go through this dumb still shit. Still got to go through it. There's no way I could be a teacher. And I used to want to teach math. Yeah, teachers. But no. Nope. Nope. I can't deal with y'all children. Y'all, y'all. First of all, I see who raised y'all. And then now it's just even you would think back in the day, a lot of teachers were like, you know, I, I want to teach the the whites. And now they just come in a classroom and kill everybody. So how do you feel about them being armed? About teachers <laughs> being armed? Yeah. Especially after uh, listening to this clip. I mean. The reason that I don't like teachers being armed 
has nothing to do with the teachers and everything to do with the politicians who refuse to actually do something about school shootings. They refuse to do anything about gun laws. Hey, guess what? Now you can carry a gun in Cleveland and not even have, you don't need a, a CCW no more. Not in Cleveland, in Ohio. In Ohio, yep. That how is that addressing what's going on in the world where people are just buying guns and going to places and killing people? But this is how you know. They don't care. When you in red states, and unfortunately, we are. We're a red state. We're a Republican state. That's how in bed they are with 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 the NRA and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's all coming full circle. You see how for years and years and years, it's, it's nothing has sad. been done. It don't matter who the fuck president. And I need y'all to, to lay off the presidency. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with them and everything to do with your state, everything to do with your jurisdiction. Look within. Stop looking at the White House. That They can't f- fix or solve any and all of our problems. They can't. Their job is America. They can't do it. Right. Their job is America. It's and, not, and how we look to Ohio. other countries. It has nothing yeah, to do with Ohio, yeah. Texas. Nothing. Look within. Look at your governor. Mm-hmm. The governors, look with the your mayors, governor. the state representatives, the people that are sitting in Congress that y'all just let sit there and grow old and won't get them out. That's who... You know me. When we get the politics, I get the going. But... That's my biggest issue with teachers having guns. It, it's, it's sad that we're to the point that teachers now have to be trained how to use a gun to protect them from other students from shooting them instead of changing gun laws so that adolescents don't get easy access to a gun where they can go in a classroom and slaughter each other. Well, let's rewind. So these places don't have um, metal detectors? Oh, hey, Darrell. Oh, wow, wow. Darrell's in the comment. Hey, woo. These places don't have metal detectors? No. Like they have in the hood? But the exact... See, you you took the words right out of my mouth. You took the words right out of my mouth. They put the metal detectors in the black schools... Because they're so scared of what the blacks will do and us being violent. But guess what? We don't shoot up schools. That that's not that's not what we do. If if you gonna shoot, they will wait till after school and go some go find you somewhere else and shoot you. They're not that's not what we do. And that's a that's a bigger problem that needs to be addressed. But you know they'll never they'll never do it. Let's read some of these comments. So Auntie said, "There's a such thing as trauma infused classroom. Many edu- many educators have been trained in it, like myself. Nowadays, it should be mandatory. Absolutely, absolutely. Darrell, it makes no sense to allow 
anyone to have access to a gun in school, just like a kid can access a gun in a home, they can access it in a classroom, which is facts, because I can definitely see a kid getting upset arguing with a teacher and be done grab that gun. I could I could see that. Uh, or happening. even even worse. Have you ever been what? No, maybe you even worse. Uh, a teacher being done pistol with a, ki- a kid because they have a whole mental uh, mental break or, or something. Or not even I that. Could... The the teacher got to use the fucking bathroom, mm. and we as a class know where you hide all the answer sheets and we... your gun, <laughs> nigga. Like I and I'm going in your your, your shit because you ain't gonna just lock it up. You think that don't nobody know where it's at because well, they inexperienced. I would hope the that they will have to carry them on their hips or something at all times. That's even worse because then that feels like juvenile detention or something. Now it's start. Now school is really starting to look like jail. Once you once school you has really, always been jail. Okay. Well, once you equip the teachers <laughs> with. With guns and weapons and things of that nature, then it's starting to be like, okay, you're a CL. Mm-hmm. This is an institution. If you have in that ed- type of sense, and not because that's that's where we're headed. If you have educators like myself that are also trained and former police officers, I'm all for it. However, I believe the first line of defense is armed security guards in all schools. There's too much responsibility and liability that comes with arming teachers. Now that I agree, I agree. With. I agree. Because I then don't you, want you gotta, police officers, right? As, they, as the the security guards. And let Just, me let me tell you something. Ain't no police officer in this fucking city or in the state that's going to sign up to be a teacher. And guess what? Vice versa. So now you got to tr- teach one to be like the other. There's ser- a service in service classes for that on top of the in-services that they already have for what I don't know, but that's none of my business. But you got to add on in-services for that. You got to get, I hope they will make them licensed, but they probably won't because it's Ohio. I don't know how any of this will pan out. What I do know is that it can't, nothing could be good coming from this. It's just, it's, I don't think it's, so. it's not affecting, it's not a solution to the real problem. And the real problem is gun control. Because, okay, put it and like this. Zero. Put it like this. So now teachers are armed. Mm-hmm. So next time someone decides to come into a, a school and shoot, okay, a teacher can kill that person. Now a teacher has to live with the trauma of killing one of their own students Ooh, and the to protect someone. And guess what? The kids are still going to be traumatized because... They just seen a whole murder in their school. Yep. You don't believe me? The massacre that happened in Texas. A little girl went to the memorial of her best friend that got killed. And she had a, a whole panic attack because she was scared to go to school because the friend that got killed was the one who used to protect her from bullies. Mm. And now she gone. That's fucked And up. now she's gone. How is making a teacher have a gun going to, how is that stopping anything? Like Lab said, why don't all schools have metal detectors? Like there shouldn't be a soul (laughs) that can get in here. I remember having to walk through a metal detector at STA, Mm -hmm. which ended up having a school shooting.
it's just it's 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 best of luck to y'all. Best of luck to all the parents out there. I don't know who said hey y'all. That must be DJ Chevy Red because it just say Facebook user, but that's usually the emotion, the um emojis and stuff Aww. that she used. Yep, that was Asa Kuhn who shot up STA and it happened in 2008. It was the year after I graduated. I will never forget that. Like, I will I will never forget that. That's the reason why I'm, I'm so passionate about school shootings because my cousin was held at gunpoint that day. He could have lost his life. He didn't. My sister was at school that day. She could have lost her life. Um, all oh, love that you know that. Yeah, you know, I be I know the people who be tapping in uh our king of comments. He was at school that day. He could have lost his life. I had plenty of like it is it's so layered when it comes to school shootings. Yeah, listen, I was in a panic that day too because I'll never I was getting phone calls and stuff like your sister good, she okay. I'm just like I'm just texting people back like, yeah, she good. She at school. <laughs> or I'm just ignoring it. Just like, well, shit, was she fighting or something? I just don't know about it. I hear about it once she get home. And then her one good, good friend, she called me and she was like, Jerry, like, what's, what's, what's going on? I'm just like, what is she talking about? She like, turn on the news. And I'm like, turn on the news. She like, yeah, like it's. And I turn on the news and I'm just like, hold on. It was a shooting because success tech. STA was right across the street from Channel 3 because it was the old, uh, it was the building downtown with the globe, the concrete globe in front of it. I forget what it used (laughs) to be. But Channel 3 is across the street from it. It was a whole FBI like training site or building or something right across the street from it. School shooting still happened. Still. So that's why I'm like, I don't, like Lav said, if the school doesn't have a metal detector, if it doesn't have armed security guards that will stop the shooter before it even get to the classroom, because clear police right, officers don't care about doing that anymore. Why you just want to rely on your teachers to fight? They came to teach. They didn't come to. Isn't that the, the police officer's job to that's protect and literally serve? literally their job. Like. It's like you're doing two jobs. And if I was a teacher, I wouldn't. Did you you know that the um, police officers are refusing to release Dash, their their body cam footage of the shooting that happened in the school? Even though they were scared outside to go into the school. That shows you enough. The police officers knew that once they found out that it was an actual shooter and not somebody just like barricaded in there... They were scared to go in because he had an AR-13. That's enough for gun control. It's asinine. We're gonna arm, we're gonna arm teachers. Think about how, think about the mental effect that's gonna have on kids that they gotta sit in the classroom and they're sitting on their teacher and they got a gun on their hip. Because a gun being locked in a drawer, that's not going to help them in a school shooting. 
If they got to panic, make sure their kids get in whatever position they tell them to get in. Make sure you turn a desk over and barricade the room. And then they got to struggle with keys to unlock the, the desk and stuff to get it out. That's not really helping. They will have to have it on their hip for easy access. It's very sad that we're even having this conversation. Who's next after that? Nurses? Everybody just going to be packing. Everybody in the school that's an adult going to have to pack. Everybody in the world, in the state, in the city, in the country. Everybody just walking around with guns. We just going to be walking around with guns. You know when they used to be like martial law is coming? I don't know, y'all. You know? Seems like it. Seems like it. I used to look at them like they was crazy. I'm like, nah, they ain't just gonna let anybody walk around with shit. Anybody is walking around with a gun these days. Anybody. You see that shit I shared earlier? Dude in the gym? Practicing. Practicing. With his ashy ass ankles. Yeah, I didn't know how to feel about it. I I liked his level of preparation. However, I, did I mean, too. it's like, all it was, very sad. It's all very sad. Like it was, it was, it was. It's all very sad. Like when I was watching it, when he was on a treadmill, lifting I was it like, up, I was, I was like, like, no, okay. this is this is smart. All right, took a dumbbell, act like you pulling it out, and but then as it kept you gotta, going, you it was gotta, just like, hold you gotta on. be able to to draw and you know you got to be able to do that while walking while running while I, like i like that level of preparation but it reminded the, me of how beyonce would be like rehearsing while exercising all at the same time like because mm-hmm. you got because running laps while she's singing i'm saying like i oh, like that shout out to my goat that's pre- that's the level of preparation that i admire so it's like damn like i like what you're doing but i don't like what you're doing Mm. So you want to let's get into uh, unmentionables because I got one. Oh, you want to get into unmentionables, and then when you get back from your unmentionable, we'll get into some ratchet TV and talk about Bad Boys and Daddy South premiere. Okay, because that's about, and or we can talk about Justin Bieber's face being half paralyzed. <sighs> All right. Well. I'm going to just play something kind of old, kind of new. This is Affinity. This is, uh, let's play Alchemy. Okay. I was on my own. I was down bad, but it wasn't on. Minor setback, now I'm coming strong. My OG gave me game, that nigga threw me O's, he put me on. Yeah, he taught me how to cook, my nigga put me on. Shit, I started in the trap, now I got a throne. For the queens, they exotic. When the keys come, they chop it with no clothes. It ain't nothing but their body on. Lil T's, they hypnotic. All the P's is exotic. Need the kick, hit my goddess on the other phone. Man, that nigga talk too much, his sentence running on. If you ain't talking money, why the hell you on my fucking phone? Counting up therapeutic to keep me in the zone. Grown folks building, baby, watch you run alone. Shit, this guy, y'all get him higher than a fucking drone. They wanna bump and grind, nigga, I don't see nothing wrong. She 
on a bumper line, I don't see nothing wrong. If you a hustling ass bitch, then it's your fucking song. If you a trapping ass nigga, this your fucking song. And if it ain't about a bag, leave me the fuck alone. She pop a Tesla, got that auto auto, it's a hobot. My new car Tesla, drive a simple fucking robot. She know the rules, ain't no fucking Tilly, bring the dough out. She a trooper, give it again for my cougars. Train it and turn on my shit to make it up the night. Hey, you touch and roll, never miss the drops. Catching all the lows. She a bad little bitch, I recruit her. Never complain, she a trooper. Give it again for my cougars. Train it and turn on my trapping ass bitch. Run it up. Run it up. If you're a trapping ass nigga, run it up. Run it up. If you're a scamming ass bitch, run it up. Run it up. If you're a scamming ass nigga, run it up. If you're a hatin' ass bitch, test your luck. If you're a bitin' ass nigga, test your luck. Yeah, pussy ass nigga, got shook. Yeah, stupid ass bitch, read a book. This that shit that make you up the night. How you touch and roll, never miss the drops. Catching all the lows. She a bad little bitch, I recruit her. Never complain, she a trooper. Give her the game from my cougars. Train it and turn on my shit that make you up the night. How you touch and roll, never miss the drops. Catching all the lows. She a bad little bitch, I recruit her. Never complain, she a trooper. Give her the game from my cougars. Train it and turn my shoes. She loyal, that's the thing you can't teach. Grew up in the ghetto, went to school, got a degree. And she good with numbers, my little TI-83. And she nasty in the bed, yeah, I love my little freak. That's that shit that make it up the night. How you touch and roll, never miss the drops. Catching all the lows. She a bad little bitch, I recruit her. Never complain, she a trooper. Give her the game from my cougars. Train it and turn my shoes. Hard. 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 And that was Alchemy by Affinity. A-P-H-I-N-I-T-I. Affinity. Y'all can spell alchemy on your own. Not that I don't know how, but ain't nobody started the 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 adult spelling bee yet. So my cousin said she was gonna do it. And I said, just give me my shots now. Because all right, no, I'm on uh, um Don't nobody wanna go against the champ. Kadisha go against you. She got she got all the book smarts. I got she got the book smarts and the street smarts. I got the good looks and the life smarts. Well, damn. <laughs> okay. I respect it. When you know, you know. But listen, mm-hmm. if I actually like to study and stuff, I would probably get like, you know, some of the books. But no, that, that, it was never for me. Uh, it, it, mm, that was never for me. Mm, never. Not my thing. So y'all, it wouldn't be us if we didn't talk about Ratchet TV. Mm-hmm. On this week's Dwarket, of course, it is Zeus Network, none other. And I have a message for Black people before we get into this. 
I need y'all to start taking some accountability for your actions. I'm so tired of y'all saying the Zeus Network make us look bad. It's making us look bad. Like you're All doing All they're this. doing is supplying <laughs> the camera and security. You want to talk about Baddie South or the Bad Boys auditions first? Let's let's go back to what you just said. All they're doing is providing the, the cameras and security. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they be stirring up some shit on their own. Like they be stealing pe- stealing shit out of people's uh, suitcases just to stir See, up drama. Now that that that's that's not Zeus. That's now that's TV. That's the other ratchet stations. You right. You, you might watching. be right. You there's might be never right. had there has not been an incident <laughs> on the Zeus network where somebody was like, "Who took my so and so so and so." But it's a good way to get some shit started. Yeah, it it is. It's a fantastic way to get some shit started. But they have to do that because they're trying to get where Zeus is at. The thing about Zeus that's different from everybody else is Zeus got connections. They like, we've talked about it before. They came out the gate with Black China. Then they had... Um, Ray J and Princess sitting down having their conversations. Then they gave them producer credits, we gave them an even bigger, you know, an even bigger clientele. Dre got a show on there. Chance had a dating show on her two seasons. You know, when and it was Natalie, pretty fucking entertaining. I ain't listen, lie. when Natalie was just like, all right. Oxygen is just completely done with the Bad Girls Club. Never going to do nothing about it. They All they going to play is Snap. She went there. <laughs> she went to them and they was like, shit, we got, we got this bag. Oh, you want to do something with your name and the baddies? We got you. Let, let's get there. They gave Jocelyn a show, you know, after Mona was just like, I'm, 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 I'm done with you. I don't got no further use for you. Yeah, you a little crazy and you on coke right now, but uh, I ain't got nothing else. Zeus picked her right on up. They they got the connections. They hiring real security. Shout out to the Guardians. Yeah, so it's just... They're not making the black community look bad. We're choosing to show that part of us on TV because we know it's sale. I'm sorry. I'm not... And on top of that, not to play two sides of the same coin or anything like that, but we choose to tune into it, too. We pay attention to it. That's the only reason why they were able to raise their um, subscription from $2.99 to $4.99 in the past two years. You don't believe me? Don't nobody like Dylan... Off bad and I mean boys. Nobody. And I like Dylan because I thought it was nice to have somebody on a show that was, I'm just myself. I finally watched the uh, last episode of Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. They waited too long to have that conversation. I, I appreciate what they did because a lot of reality shows do that to try to wrap it up, but they should have gave us more background of everybody before on the first episode. But on the first episode, all they want to do was fight. I can't be mad at Zeus for that because y'all giving this what y'all doing on the first day. Y'all drunk. Y'all been in this van together. All right. So let's talk about the bad boys auditions first because that was my my issue. Okay. You seen the clips and stuff of it? No. None of them? Mm-mm. So basically, they held the first audition for the next season of bad boys 
Houston. Mm-hmm. I think it was, is it Bad Boys Houston? The next season? Somewhere yeah. in Texas. Yeah. It's either Bad Boys Houston or Bad Boys Dallas. One of them. But they held the auditions for them in Texas. Houston sounds more correct than that. Yeah. Um, long ass line, bunch of people showing out, showing up, all the gays dressed to impress. Here's my thing. Everybody talking about, oh, that was crazy of them to have them out there waiting and all that long and in that heat. Anybody would have did that. That line was wrapped around blocks. Have you ever watched American Idol? They did the exact same thing. Why y'all mad? Oh, well, they was out. They they was forcing them to fight. They weren't forcing them to do anything. They had a casting call, which is optional for anybody to come. And they came. How Zeus forcing nobody's forcing forcing any- people to fight that's standing in line to get on their show. This is what I hate about like it was the people who came who decide to be out there drinking, listening to music instead of standing in the sun with shade not, and, and water, not pacing themselves. That's what you get. That's stupid. Go ahead, well, they. They already had they cast picked and all they picked was a bunch of influencers. Well, Zeus hasn't released a cast yet. So how y'all know they got a cast pick? Y'all just sound like y'all mad to me. Of course, they will have the influencers go first. Yes. Yes. This is this is it's 2022. Yes. They want you to come uh, pre-seasoned with. With your with your followers on hand, this this not flavor of love. Why do you think people? Okay, all right, let's do it, y'all. Please, this is not it's not flavor of love. Where this is the first like one of the first big dating reality shows. You we might be getting paid by Zeus. You never know. We we like to speak things into existence over here. You know. So here's how it go. You start with your shit. You see a casting call, you go to said casting call with your shit. I mean, your <coughs> resume. Mm-hmm. Your resume, including, hey, this is what I do, X, Y, and Z. And these are the viewers. These are the followers. You have your resume. That's how you leverage it's, how much you get paid just like a job in inter- the first it's place. just a job this, interview. <sighs> And let's not even go there. That's why a lot of people who switch from, not even switch from, but don't even want to do simple work to get a regular job, think that they can just switch over to the content creator job. It's it's all a job. I can't make this shit up. It's all a job, y'all. It's all a job. And you still need a resume. So when you're, you're out here, creating content on your own and then you see a casting call on Zeus that fits with you don't it, it ain't even got to fit with you just go apply go do it right so you go and do it they are 100% going to pick somebody with more personality and more followers than you and it might be the followers before the personality Cause guess what? They want the views. They want the views. And whoever said that they got the most gonna buy in. The the most real followers. I could I could see your boy on there. (laughs) I could see your boy on there. At some point, I feel like your boy will be on there. And I will never say his name on this podcast, but I could see him on there. 
He has the resume. It makes sense. So, of course, they're going to go for Some people who have. Oh, yeah, because we did the we did the check. We checked a lot the of them thing. followers bought though. Yeah, we did. You, so Yo, if y'all don't formula. Be, y'all don't if y'all don't believe <laughs> what Laugh is saying, a gentleman who I follow on Facebook, I didn't even know this man went and did the bad boys mm. audition. This is a post he made yesterday. Mm. My video, this was a TikTok he made about his experience and stuff there. And you gotta be on TikTok. My video hit half a million views on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And different bloggers and celebrities are posting my experience from the Zeus Network auditions everywhere. Whoa. Not to mention, I gained over 4K followers as well. That's Hi, just y'all. from auditioning? That's just from him auditioning and posting in a video about his experience while he was auditioning. He ain't even got a check yet. Zeus is doing everything that they set out to do. He ain't even got a check yet. He been getting hit up for interviews and stuff about his experience there. Zeus do everything that they said that he gonna do. They gonna give somebody a platform and after you want this platform, you can go out there and get you a bag. Yeah. That's their formula. And I would love to know what that contract looks like only because like you can't hey, be they just introducing said it. this many people they, they, to the game. So did you see what they said about go all um, at the same time? Did you see what they said to Mulan and them? Mm-mm. Oh, have you, man, your job and oh my God. Don't they still got it up on IG? Because I don't think I screenshotted that. Cause y'all know he trying to start baddies, uh, I mean baddies, bad boys of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But you can't because, I mean, we all know that bad boys is... When, okay. you, when it comes to intellectual property, like, first of all, a- Oxygen ago, had the... This? Oh, yeah, that. Nah, I do. Okay. But when when it comes to, like, intellectual property and, sh- and shit like that, like, when Bad Girls came out on Oxygen many, 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 many years ago. Like a decade ago. Auntie, I told you about Zeus. It's an app. They, they own that name. Let's start there. I don't know how Natalie got a hold of the name. She didn't. Hers is Baddies. That's why it's Baddies. Okay, cool. So Baddies... She just used to be the face of Bad Girls Club. She used her clout. Got it. So, boom. She got the Baddies name, right? Uh Uh-huh. Anything Baddies related is going to be going through her. Uh She owns the intellectual, I guess, the, the IP of that. I will hope so. I hope so as well. While other niggas or did Milan see a loophole? He might have. And, and I'm not mad at that. And I think maybe it's just me. Listen, I'm not mad at it either. But the best thing about that statement that was made to me is they learned from their mistake with Jocelyn. Because we know on the first season of Jocelyn's Cabaret, after it was over... Big Lex, who basic, it was the second start. season. It was the start. Yeah, well, the second season. Mm-hmm. That was the start of these baby Zeus networks popping up out of nowhere with basically the same concept 
as Jocelyn's cabaret, except all they was doing was fighting. I was just about but to they say, used Jocelyn's not... girls right to right. right to bring it in there. But Jocelyn's girls ain't Jocelyn's girls. They're, I understand that, but Zeus I guess you girls. I bet you they right. didn't have it in their contracts then, but they got it in all their contracts now. You're not gonna be able to go do the same thing. I would thing. love to know this. I would love to know what they have in their contracts, especially <laughs> since we've seen Roly Poly that came from Chance of Love. Real chance of love, mm-hmm. and it is now on Baddie South. I would love to see, along with Slim. Same that's thing. two girls, right? They didn't go to Now That's TV to create their own show. Let's start there. I don't know what went on so there you know with why, Zeus you and know, why they left. You know Zeus why to, to me why to I think to it's why it was stupid uh, Mulan to do what he what he's doing him Rio and Mulan. Because Moolah's a part of it. I mean that, but <sighs> get this man. Do, do y'all really face, pay attention y'all. to what they give y'all a show? And then even immediately after that show, you getting booking deals. I would love that's the reason why I would go to the club. So you mean to tell me you're gonna pay me just to be sitting in a section enjoying myself? Because that's all Baddies South is about to be. It's about to be Natalie and them. And most of them already got names. And they got a bus, y'all. They got a bus. They're going to be going to city to city, turning up. And all that is, is they club appearances. Amazing. And they got a TV show built around how, it. That's how genius. can I be on something like this? Because that's all I need. Give me a bag. Give me a bus. Give me a room. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna turn up for you. I'm done. We're done here. Listen, I would I would gladly go on a show like Bad Boys, but y'all gonna be mad at me because I'm gonna be like I'd be like Andrew. I wouldn't be like Dylan. I'd be like Andrew. Like well, I'm not. Oh, you swung on me? Then yeah, we can fight. But other than that, I'm just gonna be sitting there drinking, looking cute, laughing, cracking jokes and shit. You know, shit like that. I think deep down, I like to fight. <sighs> I've never I seen never, the purpose of it. I never. Thought about it I feel this like, like this, but I think deep down. I no, like I feel like the thing, the the reason why I don't like to fight is because or I don't mind fighting. I feel like every I'm surrounded by like people in my friends and family, people I grew up with, they all like to fight. Somebody gotta be the one who don't like to fight. Yeah, but I I like being alone in a room full of people I don't know who don't know me, and I ain't got nobody on my side. And then if it's me and you, bitch, it's me and you. But I I, mean, I prefer that's not cool to. Too. That's cool too. I but... prefer not to. I really prefer not to. Like I I'm very lazy. Like please <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. Like I'll be asleep before the fights even get started, and that's why I'm not a good candidate for shows like this. Like, you know how you had the footage of... You ain't gonna beat a bitch up in the same line? I would love to. Oh, my God. The lies you tell... You know what? No. I think, I'm gonna take that back. Darrell does not like to fight because I was about to say the lies you tell. He don't like to fight, but he has no problem beating somebody's ass I if you try I think my favorite him. place to fight somebody is in the kitchen. See, you're you're insane. Don't be in the bathroom. Now, if I'm in a, in, if I'm in the shower, then and you run <laughs> up on me and I'm naked and, and afraid and and uh and vulnerable, then you're looking to die because I'm gonna black out. I'm gonna feel very much cornered and threatened and naked and vulnerable and afraid. So if you want that work, 
run up I ain't gonna on hold me. You. If anybody ever tried to fight me while I was in the shower, I'd be on Think the same about that. shit. And you know what? I, I had to fight showers. a girlfriend. I had to fight a girlfriend. I love my showers. Me too. I love my showers. That's why same. I take long ass showers. Same. You came in here to interrupt my fucking peace while I'm in the shower? Bitch, Hey, rant. David. Shout out to David. Still ain't sent us that address I, so he can get his free cup. I had a bitch run up on me in the shower. And, and I, I can send never you the, the shirt same. that I got you that you then popped up and moved to a whole different state time zone and shit. I was never the same after that because don't don't do that. Yeah, I'm beyond vulnerable. Beyond vulnerable. Can't do it. Yeah, would definitely listen. Wow, I'm in a shower. You gotta die. You yeah. have to die at that point. Cause I will never trust you again. Like so people in the comments laugh. This is a this is something I want to say to you also. I have a question for you guys. Why is fighting okay for baddies, but fighting is not okay for bad boys? I didn't know it wasn't. They've been getting so much slack online and from our community, especially other gay black men, about them being on their fighting. They too old you know to what? be on their fighting. You know what and, I think it is, for real, for real? Mm-hmm. They're not used to, No. Yes, ahead. you're right. We've never seen, like, men fight like this. We've never seen no shit like this. Name another show. Cops? That don't count. <laughs> like, we... <laughs> What else? We don't see shit like this. If it ain't in jail, you know, like jail type shows and shit, we don't see yeah. shit like this. We don't see men fighting. Yeah, that's in real it's life. Not like or it's, on or it's not like it's on Duck Dynasty. It's not on HGTV with your with your pretty little twins who's selling houses and flipping them and shit like that. Like when I think of men in reality TV on on TV, I don't think of men fighting. I think of the marriage stuff and you know, stuff like that. And even there, you don't oh, see yeah, them fighting. Oh, yeah, we restarted 100 comments. Yes, thank God. Thank God. I was so sad last week, y'all. Okay, Darrell was, I love New York. Mm. Mm. That might be the only one, though. And that was so long ago. Okay, I love New York and making the band. When it was the band, because they used to be on there working. They used to be on there working, and it was just the dudes who used to fight on making a band. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a handful. But yeah, compared it's not, to it's all not the other lot. shows when it comes to reality like shows, you can, you can it bank is a on a couple bitches fighting, but men fighting? Like, I've never, I, I can never. And especially on the, yeah. So oh, that yeah, may College have, Hill. <laughs> ooh, College Hill was a good one. Oh, shit. I, I be trying would... to I be trying to watch college, the old College Hill. It'd be on Hulu, but I'm so happy the missus got me, told me about what is it, Tobo? Or Tubi? Tubi? Tubi TV? Yeah. I started watching um Bad Girls Club. Cause I I really wanted to see the season that seven was on because I really loved her from the first season. Oh my season. god, I love me some seven. From the first season of Baddies you can Atlanta. Just tell she a Libra. So she, she I started was just on her like, season, bitch, which don't was fuck with me, season please. 17, the last season please. of Bad Girls Club. And I've been watching it and she's Yeah, she beat the fuck out of that girl with that stiletto. I'll never forget that going the next day. Love me some seven. Yeah, I love seven. That girl, that little slim girl is. On. Yeah, she bad. She mm-hmm. bad. 
she she I was like I folks with seven. Mm. Um, mm. Yep, seven can get it. Like she definitely could. Like <sighs> okay. Um mm-hmm. what else we got? Oh, uh are we done with the bad boys? I mean that was it. I just want to talk about the auditions. We talked about baddies. Um, South, you know, we saw bitches get beat up in the sink. I'm looking forward that to the rest of That bitch got put in the sink. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I'm it was looking time, forward though. to when bad time. boys come out. I just, I want y'all to lose this stigma of people is too old to fight because we all know at you know any else, given though? time if somebody feel disrespected, they will fight. You know or what they else? Feel though? Threatened. I also noticed that um, it's only the girl shows that have like this correcting thing. That they try to do, like the like for for instance, um, remember back in the day, Monique had her charm school, mm-hmm. right? So now I don't know if you know, but there's a new kind of charm school, or whatever. Is it? Yeah. On oh, now that's TV called. I don't know what it's called, but it's oh, that's the one who like what is she called? Like Princess Club or? That Doll, dollhouse? Dollhouse, that one? Is that what yeah, you're talking about? Yeah, Dollhouse. Yeah. And they still just end like up in dollhouse that, school they still in that bitch fighting? Yeah, because they already started fighting. And one of the one of the instructors got dragged. I mean dragged. Drugged throughout the entire house. And I also want Charles. First of all, but... Can I also say that you can't put 14 women in a house and say that there's only enough beds for 10. And not expect a bloodbath. Like, that's why they did it. And that's what I hate. At least Zeus gave everybody beds, even if it's a bump bed. Everybody nah, got somewhere to sleep. On real chance of love, they didn't. And they that's sharing beds, man. They wanted them to fight, though. That's true. So go back to that. That's why I keep saying, them like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> but I don't think that's the, the go to for content. It's not, that's that's what it's all for, right? So in my head, they when they sitting down at their round tables and they're it is like Hunger Games type shit. This is yes, a perfect example, yes, David. Yes. They not sitting at this table like, so what can we do to get these people to fight? They're sitting at the table and what personalities can we get that we know for a fact are entertaining and engaging. And what situations can we put people in that are uncomfortable? And then it was kind of like... If they fight, they fight. That's what we got security they, for. They did what they kind of did in Zeus when it came to Bad Boys of L.A. when adding Jonathan. Because you add a personality. It switched everything up. Bad Girls Club did the exact same thing. Bad Girls Club was never really set up for pitches to be out here fighting. Because remember, in the earlier seasons, when you hit somebody, whoever hit somebody first, they will send you, them home. You, right. You go Immediately home. after that fight. Their thing was, we're getting some women who we know, is they call themselves bad girls. And basically, all that means is they like to have fun. They like to drink. They like to party. They can get some niggas. They dress bad. They pretty. And we putting them all in a house together. Y'all don't, they don't know each other and we're putting them in a house together. They got to live with each other and we're turning the cameras on. What happens, happens. Human nature. We're the ones fighting. Why y'all mad at the networks? They, they just put the show together. Of course, 
hey, if they fight, that's good for us. That's good ratings. That's good TV. But I don't ever think that's what these shows, the bigger networks are after. The noun that's TV and the other At ones, they point, want them know, bitches to fight. Because they need them to. Back back when um, VH1 was doing the exact same thing. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. What else were they going to be able to do? That I don't, but you don't think they, I don't think they want them to fight on Flavor of Love because it wasn't really a lot of, it wasn't a, a bunch of fights on Flavor okay, of Love. Okay, so then why did they support it for years on after? Because. Because it was entertaining. It was the first of its kind. Right, so then they got the ratings and blah, blah, blah. So VH1 is no longer about music. It's not. It's all about reality shows. And recycled reality shows and repeats. We have no TV about music, y'all. Yeah. Not Zero. even MTV. <sighs> Well, MTV Raps then came back to Paramount, but I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I ain't checked it out yet. I have to. I'll probably check it out tomorrow. I need something about the music because motherfucking, um, what is that? Like, reality TV is... It's taking over. It's taking over. And, I mean, it's been taking over for 20 plus years, but no, Mm -hmm. this is... People are making apps and... Creating subscriptions. I thought you had a comment block. What? I know, right? Based off um, reality TV. And I just think it's amazing. It's just, uh, I just. It makes me. If y'all, and then I want to also say this. tap into some other things. Listen, we can talk. Mm-hmm. If y'all want happy-go-lucky shows and reality shows, when they make it, y'all got to actually watch them. Okay. If you if y'all if y'all really out out there, especially African Americans, y'all want shows that aren't embarrassing to the culture, as y'all say. Make shows like that, and I'm talking reality shows. I'm not talking about scripted television shows because we have say, those. Because um, Quinta Brunson's show, uh, Abbott Elementary, I love that show. Fantastic. Fantastic. But that's a scripted show. TV show. I'm talking about reality shows. It's plenty of stuff you know out there that makes us happen. look good. It's not going to happen because they don't sell. Well, no. I think what they're trying to give us. Even housewives for that, I was, I was just about to say, what they're trying to give us is this married to medicine thing for black doctors. And I'm like, well. These they argue all the time. Our black people still don't want to be doctors. So who gives a fuck? That's, and guess what? That that's first, another thing. The first. You, y'all want to know why married to medicine is so be it? And it's so good. That first season, it was a fight. One of the best reality fights that I've seen because we didn't see it coming. We was thinking these women is, as you say, they're doctor wives. Mm -hmm. They're classy like y'all wanted. And guess what? And we see it everywhere now. We see it on one of them. One of them got tried. And they wasn't here for it. And they got the fight. And right at, and they ball gowns and they heels. One of them had a whole fur on her shoulders and was hitting the bitch with her purse. I could never. I could never. I couldn't. And then that's all we've been seeing afterwards. It's like. Because it's entertaining. Even like all the spin-off and remember, shows. I stopped watching reality TV until Zeus. We started watching uh, Love and Marriage. Mm hmm. We started watching Huntsville, um, like 
um, a couple months ago, and then we started watching um, DC. That Monique, who was on Real Housewives of Potomac, is now on Love and Marriage DC. Mm-hmm. So, and it's all the same stuff. It's just, and it makes me want to watch Real Housewives of Dubai, like because I know y'all got a little bit more money. Number one, number two, are y'all a little bit more fabulous. Like they are, but guess what? Just they starting still off. Argue. Just starting off. Absolutely. They still caddy. They still throw jabs because at each other, just like Beverly what Hills. They want you to do. No, you. It's not. That's what they want to do. That's life. It's life. Even when you're adults and nah. people start, yes, it is laugh. Nah. That's life because see, even I, when you're I mean, adults, you get to saying, get in money. But nah. People still throw shots. They still throw shade. Yeah, it's a little easier yes, to sit on course. your hands and not slap a bitch. It. Right. It's but, easier for me to sit on my hands in my gorgeousness it's and still, not slap a bitch. It's still conflict. People be making it seem like they want shows that's just happy-go-lucky. And to me, that's not realistic. If you want that, watch a show on Netflix. Watch a show on Lifetime. I never see if, a show on Netflix that got all happy go lucky. If you want, if you're watching a reality TV show, you want it to feel like you can relate to it because it's a part of life. I can't relate and to drama nobody. Drama is a part of life. I can't relate to nobody. First of all, I never <laughs> argue with a bitch that said that they f- was dating LeBron James. Let's start there. The fact that Drew Sidora on Real Housewives of Atlanta said that she dated LeBron James. She probably did. Her sister came out and doubled down on it. Well, I can't you know de- what? confirm or deny if it's true. Well, but listen, so listen, what? listen. Bitch, you ain't married to him. Hold on. Right, right. Well, let's get there. There was also a 2003 article that was brought back around from Drew. It's funny how this came out after he said that he was a billionaire. Man. Mm. And this is why I say, like, this is all... So, okay, so... Everything's a rollout. Everything's a rollout. And I think what what pisses me off is that, bitch, it's been 20 years, 30 years, 20, 30 years, almost 30 years. Let's just say that. Why are you even mentioning mentioning this? I understand that Kenya asked a question at the at the table talking about some well, what's the craziest? Who's the who's the the biggest person uh in notoriety and whatever that you slept with? And you said LeBron James, your husband at the table? Listen, let me tell you something. <sighs> Damn, I was going to show the her N- block out, but I ain't NDA, even going to do it. The NDA Listen. probably expired so she can finally name drop and the bitch was happy. Ooh, I'm sorry. This woman was happy to, to finally be able my, to say his name. My woman has dated uh, somebody notable who is in, um, what is that, reality TV right now. Okay. And I, would, I wouldn't do that, but... Just know that she's not out here shouting the block out. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it looks messy. I, I'm it sure that messy. this person is not on her radar for when, if Kenya Moore was to ask her at the table, who is the most notoriable person that you slept with, that you dated or whatever, she's not going to, especially if I'm 
at the table. I think that's why, to me, if it was a conversation and it was just like just the girls in the living room, just the girls, right? Having girl talk and they said in the camera, the okay, the but the, the yo yo husband was at the table. Others husbands was at the tables. And like you, it wasn't and you gonna embarrass your husband in front of it, other husbands? And she told whole stories. He, we did this and we said did that. Said his name. All Candy said several was times. when Candy said it, she was just like, "I mean, I had a full blown relationship with Jerry Levert and left it at that. Like, yeah, we got a, we even got a whole song together that ain't even been released before, and left it at that. That's not really disrespectful to Ty because we can go on Google and find that information out. Nobody knew about Drew and LeBron at all. Nobody at all. Nobody." So that's why hers was oh, because if I was her man, I would have had a I would have had a whole issue with that. <laughs> Derwin Davis, yes, just say Derwin Davis. It's, and that would have been great for the show. Honestly, it would have been more entertaining. Like it just would have been a little bit more fun. You just you just throwing niggas out here, and, and you know you know that the timelines are. Timelines are clashing. You're beyond married. Oh, she released a song on YouTube? I didn't know that. I want to hear it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. And so, you just doing all that, and it's for nothing. She's trying to get on next season. This Ain't this our first season? This is our second second season. season? And that's what's even worse, because where's Latoya? I liked her. I wanted to see the lesbian relationship between her and Kenya, because that's what I thought was going to happen. I hope they reintroduce Latoya back into the um this season. I hope she shows up to something. I something. Mean, they might. You never know. You never know with Bravo. You never know with Bravo. I, I never want to hear Candy. Because Candy can't sing to me. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear whatever's been on your hard drive with Gerald LeVert because I already know that it's not mixed, mastered, or anything of that such favor. And y'all need help. Well, Candy she needs was help. gonna out Kenya, so she had to go. <laughs> Listen, they was gonna fuck, and we was gonna see it. It was gonna be a bolo thing all over again, but with a strap. And Latoya was gonna be wearing it, and Kenya was gonna be taking it. I'm one hundred percent sold on that fact. And laugh me knowing, because I seen it. If, if I could see it, I. Listen, listen, because laugh be knowing she she was gonna get Kenya <laughs> and listen. whoop Drew's ass too. Listen, it was gonna be great. Bring Latoya back. <laughs> bring her back. Bring her. I just want to see what happens. Lord, bring her back. I don't even watch Housewives no more. I'm telling you, that shit is hilarious. Yes. They not. Bring me. I, I want Nene. And don't even get me started with 90 Day Fiance. Motherfucking. Or Portia. Seeking Sister Wives. Uh, hello. Uh, Councilman Marcus Epps is on Seeking Sister Wives. If you, Who? if y'all know, Councilman Euclid Councilman. From here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Marcus Epps is on Seeking Sister Wives. Make sure y'all watch that great episode. He he got some sister wives? Yeah. Living in Euclid? He right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. 
said the oh the young black guy yes wow yes. any black he okay. just he just ran for council last year and lost wow was it last year or the year before wow it doesn't matter when he ran he lost i still fucks with him um Listen, mm, I'm watching. That's spicy. I'm, I'm watching Seeking Sister Wives. I watched it last week as well, but he wasn't introduced until this week. Y'all, get into Seeking Sister Wives. Y'all can well, see the, back. the other train wrecks of, of relationships that's going on there. And please. Well, make sure y'all come back next week for a next update on Mr. Councilman. Listen, I, I, I remember the election as well. He lost, but he ain't lose anything. Hey, you can't lose if you got two at home. Beautiful black women, too. I ain't gonna lie. They listen in this economy. They beautiful. Inflation is real. And they're looking to add a third. And I was like. The last two, the last two men that I've dated, Mr. Toaster and Mr. Vincent, they both I, said that they would be fine with having a poly relationship. So. I love the family Chantel. Don't even get me started with Pinky. I love me some Pinky now. I don't know nothing about that. Ooh, that girl can do no wrong. I don't care if she don't clean the goddamn thing in the house. I, I just, just bring her on home. Bring her home. I love Pedro too. Like I love, I love the entire family. Like the family Chantel is my shit. Love that it started back up. Who is who is family Chantel? What family is that? Like Judge Judge Joe Brown, he about to come out with a, a show. What's his name? Judge Joe Brown. Oh, the one who said he could smell a crackhead. I mean, he. <laughs> I don't know. He said he should. Smell no, but I know who you talking about. He yeah. is coming out he with his out own with family show. show. Yeah, that's good for y'all. Can watch that. And guess what? It's still going to be drama in that show too. You can watch. Well, the well the family Chantel got some drama. Uh, it's it's a part of life. Listen, you don't believe me. Y'all don't believe me. My my cousin cussed us like out in a cousin oh group chat and then left. It's drama in life. I love Pedro, man. I love me some Pedro. Love me some Pedro, man. He be on Twitch too. I follow his Twitch. <laughs> Not that family word as fuck. <laughs> no, family Chantel just they just got some dumb shit going on. Like they fighting over nothing. Judge Mathis, there you go, David. Who is Judge Joe Brown? Judge Joe, he's another judge. But yeah, Judge Mathis is the one that um got the family. Hmm. I love the family Chantel though. But um, yeah. I think that's all I'm watching in reality TV. I don't think I'm watching. I mean, I'm watching the regular 90 Day Fiance, and that shit is a train wreck. Y'all gotta follow Lafarita with some numbers. I don't know. Lafarita three. Lafarita three on Twitter. We, she got we, y'all. We be there every Sunday, every Friday, every Monday, every any day where the shit be dropping. We be right. <laughs> we be right there. But we got Discovery Plus, so we can we can access it whenever we want. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So we ain't got to wait for the family Chantel to come on at like 9 p.m. on Mondays or something. When, whenever it comes on. We don't have to wait. So we just watch it, whatever. Oh, okay. 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 I remember Judge Joe. Tell me Judge Mathis actually looking like, don't you? I don't know. I'm seeing it in my head. 
I know. He's just the old uh, yeah. fart sounding. Yeah. One. Okay. Was Judge Joe Brown the one that was talking about uh, Kamala Harris? Yep. As well? Had to be, because he, David said he dragged Lizzo on a few other hot topics, so. Yeah, I think. With, yeah, because um, he called her a old hoe or son. She said he fucked. Yeah, she fucked, fucked her, way her way to the top. The vice president. To the top. Yeah, because hey, did, that's the we, proper way to use your pussy if you're gonna do it. We did a whole episode about that. We did. Hey, it's episode 131. We talk about a lot of shit. We do. Oh shit. On that note, <laughs> he must be ready to go, y'all. I'm not. I'm just saying. It was it was a perfect segue, so why not? We don't already we thirty minutes thirty three minutes over your your limit that you like. But yes, y'all, thank you for tuning in and talking shit with us on this beautiful hot Tuesday. I'm just Jer. She's the Lucky Laugh. Check us out everywhere. Follow us. Subscribe to us. Tell your friends about us. Hit us up for merch if you need it. We got you. Um, you have anything that you want to add? I do not. All right. So, yeah. Until y'all hear from us next week, we love you. Go be great in these streets. <laughs>